Tara. And I'm Austin. And we're a married couple. And we are embarking on another season of lovingly snarking on Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas lineup. You can't see my dancing, but I'm dancing over here because this is our first episode. Yes. And we um, are doing the first The first movie, movie. Which is Jingle Bell Bride. Jingle Bell Bride. And so we are getting ready to sit down and watch our very first Hallmark movie in October. Merry Christmas. It's very strange, <laughs> but let's do this. All right. So we are watching Jingle Bell Bride, which is going to air. Well, it aired yesterday, but we're watching it a day late. So it aired on Saturday, October 24th, and we are watching it and bringing you all the the highlights. But first, we're going to tell you our predictions for what we think is going to happen before we watch anything. So what we know is a little bit from the preview. Right. As well as the little blurb that's on the TV. And the blurb is always a gem on our television. This one is a one sentence long gem. A wedding planner finds romance with a handsome local after traveling to a remote town in Alaska to find a rare flower for a celebrity client. All right. And we know from the preview that this flower is the Jingle Bell flower because we did right. see that in the preview. And we know... You know, these two lovely people's faces on the screen, but we really don't know much else than that. So what are your predictions? So I think that um, it's all about flowers, right? So I think that there's going to be like maybe she has never been good with plants before. And she's always like, you know, it's like not a green thumb, but is it like a black thumb? Like, is that what kills plants? And brown thumb. Brown. Is that? I don't it's know. Like black a thumb, plant? brown thumb. Black, I mean, that may be purple might. thumb. Purple. I think I've always uh, called it a purple thumb. I have no idea what kind of thumb color it is, but she's not good with plants is my prediction. And not only that, I think that he is, there's going to be a plant that represents the growth of their relationship. And so she, he's going to teach her how to care and provide affection for a plant. And I think that she is going to be from the big city because if we're going to a small town in Alaska, we have to be coming from the big city so either chicago or new york right and we know that he is the botanist who resides in alaska so someone's got to come from the big city it's got to be her right um i think that um at the end of this she's going to end up setting shop up in alaska Mm. and she's gonna move there she's gonna move there because she's a wedding planner and so she's gonna become the only wedding planner in alaska because apparently Alaska is really Bespoke remote. Bespoke wedding planning. And she will have one preferred vendor and it will be his flower company. Probably the only vendor <laughs> in town. Um, I predict that there will be gaudy flowers. Uh, because not only if we're going to have a movie about the flowers and the Christmas, we're going to have the gaudy flower Christmas just like we have the gaudy Christmas. And in order for them to fall in love, she's got to be in Alaska for a long time. So there's got to be a reason she stays in Alaska when she's going up there for a client who's clearly not in Alaska. So it's going to be something like maybe she convinces the client to have her wedding in Alaska. Ooh. I mean, because there's got to be wedding. some sort of like, like either a catastrophe or she does something that convinces that client to go there. Okay. And I think that because she's staying there, she's going to end up planning an event in Alaska. Like she obviously has to stay there long enough to fall in love with this gentleman, whatever happens. And that while she's there, because that's what she does and that's her nature, she's going to end up planning some sort of wedding or some sort of event. 
Well, I mean, I think she has to if she's going to set up her own shop there. She's got to prove that she's she going to save it. the town or save the day on something. And uh, you know how I like to do this. I predict that the final shot will be flowers. Okay. And my only other prediction is that there will be a sleigh ride because if we're in Alaska, we're in the snow, we have to get in a sleigh because that's what we do. I don't know. I mean, if it's Alaska, why wouldn't it be like a dog sled thing? That's not romantic though. Sleigh, like one of those just big ornate like sleighs. Romantic Christmas sleigh rides. (laughs) Romantic Christmas sleigh. Well, I guess we need to go find out what happens. So we are, we've got our snacks queued up because that's what we do. That's how we roll. We got our bevies and we are ready. We got our chamois on in the middle of the <laughs> afternoon. We are ready to watch our first Merry, Merry Christmas, Austin, our first Christmas movie. Merry Christmas, Tara. And we still have our fall decorations up. This it definitely so still weird. says Halloween on our mantle right now. All right. So we will be back in two hours to tell you not only if we were correct, but what we think about this movie. <laughs> I can't wait. Two hours later. All right, we're back. We are back. And that was actually kind of delightful. Oh, (laughs) was it? (laughs) Maybe you don't agree. I thought it was a nice little start to our Christmas season, our countdown. I keep wondering, is it just like how bad 2020 has been that I have high expectations of where Hallmark Christmas movies will allow me to escape to? Alaska. Uh, they allow you to go to Alaska. I, I will I will save some of my comments to this next section, but I think we should probably at least start we with should, yeah. uh, what actually happened and then talk about what came true Let's of tell our these predictions. Fine people what this movie is about. All right, Tara. First oh. episode of the season. <laughs> it's me. It's you. All right. Well, this is supposed to be a one minute summary, but let's let's I'm starting the clock. See how close we get. Okay. So our movie starts with our main character, Jess. She is a um, wedding planner in New York City. She works for a major company and she's planning a wedding for the major singer Renee, who is wanting to get married. And at the last minute, two weeks before the wedding, Renee has requested the Jingle Bell flower in her bouquet because she learned that her mother and her grandmother used the same flower in their bouquet and she just has to have it. And this elite company promised they could do anything. And so why can Jess not get this flower? So Jess doesn't think that she can get it. But when she talks to her boss, her boss says, you know, you're looking at this big promotion to work in London. We're going to send you out to Alaska. You're going to go get that flower yourself because that's your job. That's your responsibility. You're going to get on a plane. You're going to fly there. You're going to get the flower and you're going to come home. So yet again, Jess has to miss family events and time with her sister and her niece in order to go on this business trip. But she says, I'm going to plan a 20 hour flight there and back, get the flower and come home. So she gets on the flight. She goes to Alaska and she gets in the truck with the man who comes to pick her up. A, a, a favor was called into the mayor for all of this. And Matt, the owner of the greenhouse that has this special Jingle Bell flower, comes to pick her up from the airport and you know, helps her cut the flowers and get them ready for uh, packaging them up and putting them back on the plane to send her home. However, on their way back to the airport, a moose crossing poses a challenge when the car stops and they can't get it started again. So she misses her flight just barely and she's stuck in the town of Tapiza, Alaska, population 112 for the night. But no fear, it's the start of the Jingle Bell Flower Flower Festival tonight and she's going to participate. So she gets a chance to 
enjoy the first day of the festival and then multiple catastrophes happen that keep the plane from going off for another four days and she has to stay for the entirety of the four-day Jingle Bell Festival. And she stays with Matt and she stays with his family while they carefully guard their flowers that she's going to take back when she's done. And over that time, she gets to know Matt. She feels like she's falling in love with Matt. Matt is ignoring his letters from the university back in New York that he used to attend, um, that he's left in order to come back to Alaska to do his work with the flowers in, in Tapiza. And they fall in love, but Jess is desperate to get home because she has to be there for the wedding or else she's going to lose her promotion and she's going to lose everything. So after some dancing and some fun and she's the Jingle Bell princess, she miraculously is able to get back on her flight with the help of the rest of the town. She packages the flowers up. She takes them home. She gets them to the wedding just in time to not lose her job and to save the day. And then as she's taking the boot to the bride and the wedding has gone off beautifully without a hitch who shows up outside the door of the church but Matt he's going to move back to New York and he's going to be with Jess and they're going to live happily ever after the end well done I honestly think that is one of the best summaries that you have ever done I mean mine always suck (laughs) so I'm only going to compare it to the the higher mark of, of where you've been That was so good. I feel like I watched the movie all over again. I feel so supported right now by you. This is while we do snark, we do love. (laughs) So that you love my summary. Um, That's good because um, y'all summarize is not as easy as it might seem to to get all the highlights without doing too much. I get really anxious Mm -hmm. about it, and I'm like, "What did we just watch? What?" Well, there's a lot of things that happen. How do you say And homework? sometimes these movies take a lot of setting up in terms of like how we get there and all of those details. And then it's like, even in that summary, I kind of, the whole last hour of the movie became like five sentences. Well, I think you so. did a good job of like the initial conflict of what keeps her in Alaska. And then the middle part is whatever. And the it's end is the important. Up. Right. All right. So let's talk about predictions and whether we were right or not. Okay, so starting with my first prediction um, that she was going to be from the big city. This is correct. She is from our main character, Jess, ding, ding, ding. is from New York City. So one point me. Well, one point us. It's our one podcast. Point, okay. One point. That way everyone's a winner. <laughs> okay. It's Hallmark movies. Everyone has to win, except for the villains. Which we do have one in this film. I know. I'm so excited. Ah, okay. Um, so my prediction is not a winner. Um I predicted that um, she was going to convince the client to move to Alaska. No, didn't happen. Not even close. Opposite. I mean, I guess maybe I did say like catastrophe had to happen, but, you know, she did get stuck there because of multiple like, like a moose crossing issue. And then uh, that's not moving to Alaska. But I said it was like there would have to be either a catastrophe or she was going to have to convince. I'm, but I was definitely, uh, yeah, I was wrong. So, and then uh, in the same vein, we were mostly correct about her having to plan an event in Alaska. So, yeah, that's what she does. She shines at it. And while they're there, um, the, the Jingle Bell Flower Festival they um, have a pipe burst in the community center and they have to think about different locations and she's stepping in right away going, oh, no, no, that's a terrible idea. Right, like when she was like, um, lasagna doesn't travel well and it stains. I also predicted something incorrect, which is that 
she was going to have not a green thumb, but some different kind of colored thumb that represented the fact that she kills plants all her life and needed someone to teach her how to raise a plant and that it would represent the love and growth and time and blah, blah, blah. It didn't happen. So it doesn't matter. It didn't happen. I <laughs> predicted gaudy flowers and that also didn't happen. I mean, the the flowers themselves, I guess it's, you could say that they're gaudy. But it was it wasn't like over the top by any means. Like... No, the I mean, request it was a wedding. for the flower Weddings was gone. A lot of flowers, right? And, yeah, and 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 generally, like this was not too Christmassy. So that yeah. was that was the there was no gaudiness in that. Either, yeah, with the flowers. So, um, I also said that uh, she was going to set up shop in Alaska and be a planner in Alaska, and I was real wrong about this too because not only does she not set up shop, he does not become her preferred vendor ever. Just her prefer- preferred love. So it just didn't work out. He, uh, he's her preferred lover. Yeah, but... Professor. We'll get not, to that. But she's not going to sell that no, to her not. clients. And that's, that's for her gonna, only. Nobody needs a professor for a wedding. But my final prediction was the sleigh ride. I thought they were going to... Uh, undoubtedly, they were going to take a sleigh ride, and they did not. So that let me down. I know. I was disappointed. I was expecting that. And like, at least some dog sleds. I mean, come on. We're in Alaska. But yeah, and I, I should have also made the prediction. I thought about making the prediction that we would definitely hear somebody playing the song Jingle Bells. And if I had made that prediction, I just wanted to go on record that I would have been correct. But you didn't. But I didn't. So I'm not. Zero <laughs> points for me. It's all good. Zero points for us. Zero points. <laughs> That's right. You take that fall with me. I babe. take that fall with you. Um, uh, last zero pointer was the final shot, which had no flowers whatsoever. It was just them together walking down the streets of New York, falling in love, getting ready to go on a date. All right. So I think that takes us out of our um, predictions, which what was our final tally there? Three, two and a half. Two point one three. 2.13 yeah. out of seven. Seven. All right. All right. Maybe we need to compete against ourselves in the future. I think the bar is set pretty low for ourselves here. <laughs> so I think we can do it. Um, and then now we can move into our snarkable moments. So do you want to take this linearly? Um, yes. I think we should go in order. Okay. I think that I'm probably going to have more snarking than you because you thought this was I delightful. I like this movie. Yeah. I mean, I, okay. I mean I let's felt- see. I'm not watching it again. Okay. This is Ever. not, no, no. Like I'm not like, yes, let's buy it on DVD and, and make it a perennial <laughs> favorite. You know, that's not where I'm at, but it was like, okay, good start to the season there. Hallmark. Not nothing too terrible. I can appreciate like, you know, there's no sense of when Christmas is, you know, that it's nearby because of all the Christmas decorations, but it, it's a good starter because you're not like, and Christmas is right now, which you don't want in October. You want to know Christmas is coming, but you want to feel like you're celebrating it yet. Right. And this movie feels like it could have really been more of a winter movie than a Christmas yeah. movie. It wasn't, Christmas didn't throw up again and again on this it movie. It really didn't. Christmas just sort of spit up on this movie. <laughs> Aww, here's so, a little bib for you. A little you. dusting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like, I mean, why is your spit up dusty? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's been in the attic for ten years, ten months. Um, but the, you know, you could. There's no. 
the Jingle Bell Flower, it's about a wedding. It's about winter. It's about Alaska. It's about that love. But yeah. Christmas is very much in the background. And even when we're counting down, we're counting down to the wedding. And the timeline was a little unclear yeah. to me. I think it was ambiguous intentionally. Is, is the wedding on Christmas Day? Is the wedding not? And then my question is, do they write these movies so that they could be either in the Hallmark Countdown to Christmas lineup or in their like winter whatever thing well, yeah i mean i think we've open. learned there was some winter movie that we right. watched that was supposed to be a christmas movie and they just made it a winter and, movie and, and so uh, i mean it, it makes vermont. sense <laughs> yeah it was it was in vermont <laughs> so we watched it but uh, yeah that one was supposed to be a christmas movie and they switched it to winter so you know maybe there's so some possible. interchangeability for these and actually you know what that one wasn't even a winter movie that was a spring it was a spring movie. Fest, that's right because it was weird very to see snowy snow. that's right movie. that's right so you know th- maybe there's there's a lot of moving around of these plots and you just throw some mistletoe and garland in the background and call it a jingle bell flower instead of a winter snow bell flower or something and boom well christmas the jingle movie. bell flower is a real flower oh it is mm-hmm. oh no, I did not know that. I did I look, not know if it was a made-up flower. Is it? Is it's rare? called. The, I think it's called like the jingle bell plant, but oh. it, it is a real thing. And so, the more I, you know, I don't know how rare it is, but I found it on Wikipedia while I was watching. Okay, well then, I kudos to Hallmark for not totally making this thing up. Yeah, I wonder if that was the starting point for this. They said jingle bell flower, and I'll go write a movie. Someone about just that. like Googled Christmas flowers, found that, and then wrote a movie. Right. Well, worked out for them. Good good season starter here. Going back though, like I can understand why why this is delightful. I feel like there was a lot of potential here. There were some cute moments for sure. I liked a lot of things about this movie, but it just didn't get me where I wanted to go. And I it didn't I f- punch you in the face with Christmas spirit and love and romance. It, it was just there was something. It just felt like missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. It definitely, like, I guess it's like, it wasn't so terribly painful to watch that it was funny, but it wasn't so whimsical and magical that I was swept away. And that's what I, it's like, I want to be on the spectrum. This is kind of that middle of the road. Entirely forgettable. Absolutely. Because you know what? By the end of December, we're going to be saying, what was that Christmas Jingle Bell the movie about Dingle again? Dangle movie? The Dingle Dangle Jingle Dangle <laughs> movie, like... No memory. The last yeah. movie they were in Alaska, um, and and so yeah, and there there were some as we do in the Hallmark universe. There's some places where we have to say why, mm-hmm. why what? It, there's a logical hole. There's there's a there's something that's not happening the way that it's supposed to happen. And my first one was this 20 hour flight to and from Alaska. So she says that she's gonna go to Alaska and she's gonna leave and she's she's being sent. On the plane, which we'll get to why is it her even in just a second. Right. Um, but she says she's going to go for, she's going to, it's 20 hours round trip and she'll be back by the next day. And she's leaving just from crazy. New York and not even going to like Anchorage. She's going to some town where Anchorage is really far away from that small town right. in Alaska. So there's just all, no way. All of the time That was a 20 hour trip. Like all round, of the timelines in this trip. movie were weird. Yeah. They were like. It's two weeks before the wedding and she has to go get the flowers. When she gets the flowers, he's like, they should hold up on the plane ride back, which means we're still over a week out from the wedding. Mm -hmm. So are they going to die before the wedding, which is silly? Well, I imagine they're going to bring them home and put them in But they were were probably stored already, but it was just like every, all of the timelines felt off. It was like when she gets back. Well, and they said two weeks away from the wedding and... 
And then suddenly we're on where she's gone for like four days and then it's we're, we're at the wedding. So I was very confused by all of the timelines. I here. think that this movie took place in the Twilight Zone where time It's another changes. time travel movie and they just didn't tell us. Maybe that's the whole like unifying theme. That's the theme. theme. That's the theme. We're going to look for time discrepancies now as we move forward because that's maybe the that's, that's the thread for this season. There, this I is love a, it. This is a verse. It's not even a multiverse. Well, maybe it is a multiverse, but it's a verse where time is different (laughs) time means nothing 20 hours to alaska round trip sure that happens in this version of the universe (laughs) (laughs) um i also so one of my favorite opening lines to this like before we even get on the plane the reason she gets on the plane is because renee who's this like apparently like amazing star who seems to have no clout in her voice whatsoever <laughs> like i don't she's know why not a she's great famous singer. um but anyway but i'll i'll buy it but she had originally asked for some crazy flower from the side of volcano from ecuador because surely that's that's easy enough right? right and so when she changes it to the rarest flower which is the jingle bell flower she's like anyone could have a flower from the side of a volcano but who will have a jingle bell flower at their wedding and yeah, it's just nobody. like nobody yeah, was like that's just not a sentence you hear every day i enjoyed it but i did like that she wanted the flower for a real and sentimental reason absolutely and not some like she's just an arbitrary celebrity who wants something because she wants it it was like she really appreciated that flower and she wanted it and maybe so it was worth it and maybe this is why so we have an actual like villain in this movie the co-worker mm-hmm. uh, where Jess works, who wants her job, who wants the promotion, who wants the big account. And, you know, when we're introduced to her, she is bringing homemade candy canes. And she's like, Jessica, would you like some of my homemade candy canes? Like, who makes homemade candy canes? I don't know. I've never been offered homemade candy That's canes. so much work. Friends and family that are listening, if you make candy canes, why have you never offered them to us? Or just go buy them for a dollar ninety nine and tell us you made them. But I've I've always bought mine at the store, I and did I not never know. even eat mine. It's so much wasted effort. Like who even eats candy canes? Nobody eats candy canes. I eat candy canes. You eat them? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I love peppermint. The Christmas tree at my parents' house. It's just been the same candy canes. Well, since my I childhood. have candy canes for our Christmas tree that you should never eat because they're very old at this point. Well, yeah. But then I have candy canes that I eat. I think candy canes for me are like caramel corn or not caramel corn um candy, candy corn? corn where it's like every year i forget that i don't actually like it and i'm like oh this sounds like a good idea and then i go eat it and i'm like oh it's just a stick of peppermint i think you're disgusting. comparing like to me comparing candy corns to candy i actually canes. like candy corn better oh my god i was canes. gonna say candy corn is like garbage and candy cane is like a stick of gum those little like pumpkins, those are very different things those little pumpkins I would rather have a little pumpkin than a candy cane. I'm sorry. We might need to pause this podcast and go have some like counseling because I had no clue you like candy corn and it is blowing my mind right now in not I a good way. I didn't know you liked candy cane. I didn't know you were the person who was going to eat the candy canes. Like I didn't think anyone eats them. <sighs> my Boo. Um, <laughs> they blew goes Two hours later <laughs> <laughs> after we've processed that one out. But, you know, if you bring me a, a homemade candy cane. Sure. I'll, if you bring me a homemade I'll candy corn, it. I will not. <laughs> so uh, I, don't, I don't even think I want the homemade candy corn. 
Okay, back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, so this girl's the villain, which was really interesting because we're yeah. not used to seeing villains in Hallmark movies. There was a little bit of one in the books, 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 girls in um, whatever that Christmas cherished memories Christmas yeah. to remember last but I guess, year. But, but it, it didn't feel like it was like a whole store. It wasn't like a person. And this was like a girl who's like yeah. clearly out to get this girl's job and will do anything it takes to, um, to take it over. And... We're fighting against time here. Right. So she's a catalyst. Um, so when when the truck gets stuck, she's in Alaska. She's gotten the flowers. She's upsold how many she needs. Like, she got what she mm-hmm. needed. And she's heading back to the airport. And he stops mm-hmm. at a sign. Yeah. Matt is in the truck. They're in the Dodge Ram. Very clearly. Very do- That is spray painted fake snow salt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, this is a popular moose crossing. <laughs> and I just was like, I understand that it means like keep your eyes out for moose, but those signs don't indicate where the animals it's actually like, cross. It's like those people that are like, one when they put the sign there, how did the moose know that that's where they're supposed to, right, to like, cross? Or, like Jimmy knows that this is his track. Why like, did the moose just cross there? <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's not a crosswalk for moose. And he's in Alaska. Sunsets at four p.m. He's got a big truck. I, why does he not have chains? Why does he not have plywood to like be able to back out of this like mm-hmm. divot Cardboard, he's in? Cardboard, kitty litter. Any of the things that we even in the South that get like an yeah. inch of snow. An inch of snow and it's do. like, nope, staying in my house. I'm not leaving. We don't do it here. Even I know that. So I can't imagine that this man who's living in Alaska, though I guess he is a city slicker. We, we learned that he yeah, really I mean, hails not, from yeah. New York. So maybe that's, maybe he's still kind of new to the Alaskan winter. But that seems like... 101 101 yeah yeah like like don't get stuck i mean in the middle of the afternoon it's probably not even his truck if he's not been there for like it's probably his uncle's truck and his uncle probably kept an emergency like get out of this snow divot mm-hmm. supply so, yeah so he gets <laughs> stuck um and she's mad about it and then so she gets stuck for the extra day of this festival in this town of tapiza alaska population 112 um <laughs> So I don't buy uh, it. No, it's like again, are they are they only counting like white male voter landowning? Land. Like, <laughs> like, like, what is this? Because there are clearly like they do this aerial shot of they this do town it several most, times. There are more than 112 homes right. in that shot, and there's there for a town that you have to get to from a tiny little plane where like the closest city is 10 hours away, and it's like super rural Alaska. There seems to be a lot of money. In this town, it's a very like it looks like a touristy town, right? But there is no tourism industry. Right. There's no there's no hotels. There's no bed and breakfasts. Um, but they're holding this festival, this four day long festival it's for just 112 for the people um, in these very cute, very nice homes and very nice, shiny, squeaky clean downtown area. Absolutely, it's crazy. Um, the general store. I mean, it's like and what what <laughs> this and, this feels like and because a, there's no like. Airbnb or hotel or bed and breakfast or in she has to stay, stay with Matt and Aunt Mary at Aunt Mary's house. Now Aunt Mary's house is as big as very the town. Very nice. And very nice. What I found hilariously interesting is they say they have no bed and breakfast, they have no hotel rooms, but if you look at the door <laughs> of her room there is a door number, number three, which means guest room number three. Is her house so big she has to number her doors? Or is it in a bed and breakfast and they're lying to her? I mean, it's certainly decorate. Oh, there's a theory. 
Like this could have been easily a Halloween movie. This could have been a like a slasher film. <laughs> I guess you'll have to come back with us then. The moose never crossed the road. We have to turn back to town. And that room that she was in was way over decorated. Like I know we said that there weren't too many decorations in this movie. It wasn't overly done, but the room that she was in. It was a lot. There was okay, okay, before I get into what was bad, I do want to acknowledge that this is actually some of the least gaudy amount of decor I've ever seen in a Hallmark movie. It was actually very classic, pretty. I was like, oh, this is lovely. There were a few moments, and this bedroom was one of them, where I was like, what were you thinking? There's garland on, on the, the footboard. On the foot, on the on on the headboard, on the footboard, on the side table. There's a like ten foot tree in her room. Right, the Christmas tree in their guest room. And Reese flanking either side of the bed on the wall. And they had like put garland around the photo frames and like stuff. On, like it was like sitting, resting on top of the artwork. It wasn't like, it was insane. The other place that was just a fire hazard death trap was right above their gas stove. <laughs> and the backsplash is a wreath, like a ginormous wreath. Well, maybe it's a non-functional stove. He cooks pancakes on that stove oh that's why you were saying he i said watch out did you make a comment about him he better not be cooking on that stove ah (laughs) your inner fire marshal was coming out like it was enough that there was garland like on the hood vent i was like okay well at least there's a giant wreath next to a gas flame (laughs) like no folks yeah not the place to decorate right um, so our girl, our girl Jess gets stuck in the town for first overnight and she gets to go to the first day of the Christmas tree uh, or the first day of the Jingle Bell Flower Festival that they're hosting, the four day long festival. She ends up kind of offering her expertise on some of the future planning for things. And but then she's going to turn around and head out. But she also can't say no to the drawing for who will be the jingle bell right. princess at the christmas tree lot she gets first of all this town of 112 has a christmas tree lot and a man who is clearly in love with the aunt with matt's mr aunt. gregory his There's name is ben gregory and i love him several little side romances here but the the town girl i don't even know what role she really played there was a very like happy-go-lucky go-getter kind of girl that was running everything and she demanded that jess was like you're you're gonna sign up for this I, jingle bell princess she thing. had a lot of lines and a lot of enthusiasm and energy never to never was. show up ever again right she did not show up once yeah, she, she had this like less than a minute scene. Well, I think she showed up l- later in the movie. Did she? Yeah, at least oh. one. But she wasn't. We never really knew who she was. That's how forgettable I thought this she movie would have is. More of a role, and then she really did. She was like the planner until we really needed Jess to come in and actually. So save Jess the day. is her fixer. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. She was. She didn't specifically help her directly because it seemed like Matt and his aunt were doing a lot of the planning stuff for this. Um, but yeah, we don't know who that girl was, but she signed Jess up to be in the drawing for Jingle Bell Princess. And one of the first things they did for this festival was draw for the Jingle Bell Princess. The Jingle. And, of and course, guess, guess of who course. it is? It's Jess. Because of course we welcome this out of towner who has no claim to the throne, who is leaving that night supposedly. And everybody's really happy about it. They're like, yay. And all it made me do is think of Midsummer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is a horror movie. (laughs) And uh, all I could think about is how all these people are standing around outside, you know, at this announcement for the princess. And they're none of them are wearing gloves. They're just standing in December 
Alaska. Barely have weather. hats They're, on. Barely have jackets scars. Jackets are unzipped. It's like, and they don't seem to be wearing big enough jackets. And, and this Snow's is, on the we ground. had just had a whole scene about how Jess wasn't prepared for the weather. And had to buy all these clothes. They had and to take her to the general store to buy the boots and the clothes. Thank God the that proper the snow boots. only pair of boots in that store fit, fit her. her. Because yeah. she would have been out of luck. My question, though, is underwear. I hope that girl bought underwear. Well, I think she, I mean, because she mentioned that she did not bring anything because she thought it was going to be 20 hours in and out. Boom, boom, boom. Right. She didn't even have a phone charger. <laughs> yeah. And Matt saved the day with a phone charger. But and yeah, I it, hope she bought underwear. But it was, just, there were so many pieces to the, this like festival that we're watching. People were like, oh, this is an annual tradition, but here's the schedule. So it seems like, does the schedule change every year? Mm-hmm. Who? Who's changing it? If there's 112 people, how much change is needed? And if there's like annual traditions, it, it just... You still need a schedule, though. What time does the dance start this year? What's the location of the dance this year? It just seemed odd. It <laughs> seemed like something just felt like... I don't understand why we need four days. Four days for this. Like if the bloom like only bloomed for four days, you know, like... And celebrating the opening yeah, like, and closing that would of be, the flower. Yeah, like um, no. That's not the case. <laughs> um, I do want to go back for a second and talk about. So uh, we're at the Christmas tree lot. We see Mr. Gregory, who has this like you can tell that he really like is keen on Matt's aunt Mary, and it was just like, oh, I hope they get together. Spoiler, they do. Yeah. Um, they dance, and then all of a sudden, like the the shot cuts to Jess, and it's just dark, and she's like, um, how long have we been here <laughs> again? Time warp. Um, it's, it's four p. He's like the sun sets at four p.m. and she's like, "What time does the sun rise?" And he's like, 10 a.m." And I thought of Scotland. Scotland, we ride at dawn. And I was like, I could get behind uh, <laughs> a day that starts at 10 a.m. And she's like, "How do you see when it's dark?" And he's like, "Flashlights." <laughs> I did. I did it's enjoy like, we that. We do color. have artificial light mechanisms. <laughs> um, yeah. So the the jingle bell, jingle bell flower festival is off. Um, and we are we're doing all the events. We kind of skip a lot of the events in the middle. I guess there's like a snowman building contest that she convinces everybody to do. Which she, she so starts it. They have a snow angel contest. They have all of these other things. How have they never, ever, ever thought of building a snowman? Right. It's Alaska. It's, we have snow. We have lots of it. It's just it was like it was like someone told them like how to slice bread for the first time. It was like. Oh my God, a snowman! This is what we can do with all this snow. <laughs> yeah, so they they crown her their princess. Now she has to go to the events, and um, she also ends up there. They need a part for the plane. You know, the the guy who works on the plane up at the airport. He's like, oh yeah, whatever. It can take a while to get parts. Three days is fast. So you know, I'll tell you when when you're ready to go out on Monday morning. And she's like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? I'm stuck here. Um, because her job is going to be stolen from her because we're Villain. apparently closer to this wedding than we thought. Right. All of a sudden, many days have passed. And uh, if she's not back within like a day or two, she's going to lose the account. She's going to. And it's I think they had to create a villain because Renee was too sweet. Like Renee was like, I I need you to go and do my wildest win, but it's for a good reason. And I hate that you're far away from home. Like she realized the consequences, whereas uh, the villain does not. The villain's just like, I must win at all costs. And due to her inability to work um, and an inability to get back and do what she needs to do and her lack of reliable cell phone reception, Mm -hmm. Jess is forced to kind of set her work to the side and start to think about 
the bigger things in life. So family and the small town festival and the joy of Christmas and actually getting real gifts for her family rather than gift cards that her assistant has ordered for right. them. And so she opens her sister's Christmas gift. It's a it's little like beautiful snowflake necklace that w- is a replica of one that her, they're like someone in their family used to have. So it was just this movie was building on, you know, a popular trope, which is like, family and family traditions around the holidays and the value of being with family at the holidays and picking family over work right and the the she's you know becoming closer with this family that she's staying with and they have a little son who's learning to play the piano and she's helping out with him because he clearly reminds her of her niece that she's thinking about back at home and it's making her clearly in the back of her mind consider you know do i really want to work in London you know she hasn't quite mentioned that to herself yet she hasn't quite gotten there but she's starting to you can see the down value of that time and you can you can see her and it comes up um they are at the dance because she's stuck there and um she saved the venue which (laughs) um and Matt is talking to her and he's like you know you've always helped other people like make their dreams come true but you've never taken the time to make your dream come true after she just told him that her dream since she was a little girl was to plan events right and i was like if your dream is to plan people's events Mm -hmm. then your dream is making other people's dreams come true so matt she may have given up her morals (laughs) but she's not giving up but we know that job dreams are not as important as family values dreams in this world so that's the stuff i personally think she should have gone to london but that's and and his dream we learn he's been getting these letters from lexington university of lexington which is in new york that he actually is from new york right and he has been a phd student and he never finished his dissertation he was married he's divorced um had yeah like all of a sudden like at the end we learn all this information about him and And it's like oh and 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 he could go back to New York, but he's been avoiding it because he's been trying to help out his aunt and he's been putting it off and he keeps getting these letters inviting him. And then all of a sudden we find out something. he's finished his research and yeah. just not told well, anybody. At the very end, he's just like, she's like, don't you have to finish your dissertation? He's like, oh, yeah, I already finished that. I was just <laughs> like, what now? <laughs> and at some point they and said, what that, was it on? Like, they never explained what his field is. No. Nor like they at some point in the movie, I feel like I heard them say. That the university, like he convinced the university to pay to do his research in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Again, and he's finished. So that means he's been sitting on this. Mm-hmm. Well, did he say that they pay or just that they let him do it there? Because there's a difference between, hey, I heard funded. Out. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a, maybe he's got some sort of dissertation completion scholarship I would hope, or something. I would hope that it was on I the Jingle he just Bell took Flower. The pay cut to go be with his aunt and live with her and, and write and then he, she was assuming he'd never finished it but he actually had and then so he was teaching for the university and that was his job and the, probably as a graduate student and then at the end of the movie as we jump ahead a little bit in his arc um, he's invited back or he spoke to the dean and got his teaching job right. back which also kind of a strange <laughs> I was just like all I was like one I was not expecting academia to show up this, In this early movie, yeah um though probably one of the more believable academias I've seen mostly because there's so few details do, there's less it's hard to get <laughs> it's wrong hard. <laughs> yeah it's like you know, you that is a thing so that people do they go elsewhere and finish their dissertation because of life changes and then they they go back so again not too terribly many snarkable moments definitely what you would expect from Hallmark, I, 
I, st- I have a few more that like um kind of towards the end but I want to say I loved that there were those like two side sto- love stories like the pilot and the mayor mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed just like we saw them once, we saw them twice, and then the third time they were together, mm-hmm. like under the mistletoe. Right. And then I Aunt Mary, it's like, you know, she is a is a widow and so she needs someone to take care of. And like Mr. Gregory, the the uh tree man is gonna be that person for her. Right. And, and I was that like, then is what allows our main guy to leave Matt to be able to leave because we know, you know someone's there to the take care of. The aunt is pushing him, his sister or his cousin is pushing him to be like Oh, you could fall in love with her. And he just sort of decides, you know what? Yes, I'm going to fall in love with her. And he starts to, you know, when you see them together, he starts to ask her more things about herself. He takes her out to see the northern lights, which are very, very bright. bright. <laughs> like they're, they're like strobing green and blue on their faces. It's a lot of northern lights. <laughs> I was um, like, I didn't. And they, how had they not seen them? until that well, well night. he said it was cloudy okay. it was, the, it was okay. the clearest night um so you know they start to spend a little more time together they go make the snow angels together it's a very cute moment they spend a 30 second date making it's one a, snow angel it's a very chase relationship mm-hmm. there's no almost kiss in this movie nope. there's just like a slow build and it's because she knows she can't stay and he's not an option right they're on a very short timeline and then like the love of this movie really doesn't happen until like the last minute right they go to the dance yeah. And he puts her, she's in that not cute red dress. I like, think it's just because it's really boxy on her. But It just was not right for her friend. He looks like a model in yeah, his suit. He, but he does look very nice. He's very handsome. But and she, she's just in a red frumpy thing. Oh, and we haven't mentioned that this is interracial. She's like Hispanic. She speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. And he's black. Mm-hmm. And that, that family is, is black. And so um, he's a very handsome man yes. in his suit. And you know, she starts to take notice of him in right. that way. And they dance a little bit at the dance. But... At the last minute, you know, he has to find a way for her to get home because he realizes that she has basically given up her dream because of being stuck there because her job is going to get passed on to someone else. The timeline is too short. It's come down to the wire. She's not going to get her promotion. And that's probably and like he can't let that happen. the truest act of love I've ever seen in a Hallmark movie. He's like, I will get you home. And so he basically convinces the pilot to take a nighttime flight, which might sound, I think it's probably very risky. There's probably a reason they don't fly at night. Mm-hmm. But in they decide cold. to risk it and get her, get her back. And yeah, that know. whole town gets her home. The mayor yeah. calls in the the favor. They load up all those flowers in those styrofoam containers, and they get her back to New York. Um, oh, the only other thing I wanted to mention before the end of the movie was when they're putting up the Christmas tree. Oh my! <laughs> they pull God. out this ornament. Like this is one of the like sequences. It's a tree topper, and it's like, oh, this is a tree topper that's been in our family for six generations. And Austin just looks at the TV and he's like, "No, it hasn't." <laughs> this thing looked like what you buy at Target last year in 2019. Mm-hmm. It's like got the little swirly whirly thing on it that doesn't ever sit on the tree yeah, top. It's very very well. 2010s. It's not a not a like, turn of the century I have, ornament. I have. Or, like, a topper. third generation tree topper and it's, it's a finial <laughs> oh that's right i love that word um i have a third generation tree topper and it's like a crushed angel that my grandmother had mm-hmm. and like that thing is stained and dented this was like an impeccable star from from target mm-hmm. from last year right so this aunt is a liar <laughs> She's just making up family generation stuff. But yeah, they get her home. She's there in time to save the wedding with the Jingle Bell flowers. 
Um, the bride is super grateful. She not only is so grateful that she's able to, you know, she's like telling her parents like, oh my God, she got the flowers. The day is saved. You know, Jess is not in charge of this wedding really anymore, but she's there to kind of. She's there to support and there. show that, you know, she can still do a good job. And at the end, the bride, Renee, hands the bouquet to Jess and says, here, you keep it. Which in Maybe one it'll sense, bring you good luck. Right. Why would you not want to keep your bridal bouquet? But in the other sense, you know, you throw, you toss I was the, like, bouquet you throw the bouquet at the end. So, and, and she didn't throw it. it. She just she directly it. gave it to her because Jess in the is next in line. And in the background, you and can see he Matt. Is. He's fuzzy, but you can tell it's him because... He looks good in like his outfit. He's right. got a distinct frame. He's standing outside that church. And she turns around and he sees her and she's holding this bouquet. And of course, they finally say it's worth the like. I, I want to take a risk again. Yeah, I want to take a risk again as long as that risk is you. And then he says, I'll be your date to the reception. So he basically invited himself to a celebrity wedding. <laughs> and I was like, that's not that's not how food and beverage counts work. y'all." <laughs> so they walk off together. That's our final shot. Everybody lived happily ever after. So, you know, we found some snarkable moments in yeah. there. But for the most part, cutesy, fuzzy. Well, we'll talk about whether I think they live happily ever after when we talk about will this love last. But first, we're going to do a title review. So, Tara, in your opinion, was this a good title? All right. So the title is Jingle Bell Bride, which I think feels misleading to me because the bride is so barely present Right. It's not a present thing at all. It's Jingle Bell Event Planner. Uh, that's, that's your my own, movie that's, title. So you think that, that, that Jingle Bell Event Planner is a better option? Okay. Here are my two, here are my two alternatives. I, I think it's an okay, but I do think it's misleading. I thought that there'd be more wedding in this than there was. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to feel that. Like, I was excited about a wedding event. Maybe it was because we just went to a wedding for your brother this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like a small ceremony, but it's like, oh, yeah. I want to see someone get married. And we, we did. We didn't in this movie, but we did in real life. Mm-hmm. So my alternative is just like the Christmas bouquet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so like just something like light and then like the Jingle Bell flower is just an added layer to it. But because right. there was there was a tradition of you do a wish with the bouquet in the town. So like you take a Jingle Bell, you wrap it around a mason jar mm-hmm. for your wish. It was called the bouquet of blessings. Mm-hmm. So and like everything was about like this tradition of the bouquet. And I was like, that would have been. So that's like my touching one. My other one that I think would have been punny because, you know, I love that is an eventful Christmas. <laughs> oh. I like that. <laughs> I was also thinking jingle all the way to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of J- Jonathan Taylor Thomas doing <laughs> jingle. Because isn't so, that a Christmas movie with JTT? I don't know about your your movie, but I do think Jingle Bell Event Planner or Jingle All the Way to Alaska <laughs> would be a more fitting title for this movie. But I, a negative on the on the original title. I don't think it's... I don't think it, it, it conveys what this movie is actually about. I get why they did it, but I don't like it. All right. What about will this love last? All right. I have three loves that I want to predict. Okay. Matt and Jess. I have not seen enough of them to know whether it's going to last. I think that they will date, that they will be respectful to one another. I think consent will be very present in their relationship. Yeah. And like bodily autonomy and all of these things that are important. I think it's very respectful. Yeah. I, I think they will take care of each other. I don't know if it'll have like long term 
Like, I think she is still good. She's still going to be an event planner. She's still going to repair, repair her relationship with her family. Matt's going to still have to go back to Alaska to be with his family. I think they're going to split when the fact that they realize they want to spend holidays with their families in separate locations. Yeah. They're not going to be able to like, but he was doing that. that before when he lived in New York and I don't know how long he lived in New York or how much his family's from Alaska. Um, I never, we never really got that full backstory, but because he's lived in New York before and because he's been a commitment man before, you know, he's been married before well, he's what, ready I, I to did, settle down. He's I don't know that he is. And he wants to be there for the right reasons. Well, I think what? that I they will, back. I would think they will stay together. I can't predict if that, I think she's going to pull out. I think he is going to like, he's going to propose and she's going to go, Oh, I don't want to break your heart. And they'll mutually dissolve the relationship. Oh, I agree to disagree on that. I think now, that they two are... loves I think that are going to make it and be incredibly successful. Aunt Mary and this and, Christmas tree guy and, and and Mr. Gregory. Yeah, I think that like they're old and they're going to need each other. Mm-hmm. How many other people live in this town that you're not related to? Mm-hmm. And like they seem really sweet. And then and ditto same exact reasons for the mayor and the pilot. Yeah, they're definitely like giddy school kid vibes from the mayor and the pilot. Well, and also if it doesn't work out, how does the mayor leave town? On a plane. She can't. She can't. She's She's gonna be be trapped because she doesn't want to be be around her ex. So they're gonna just stay forever because she's gonna feel literally trapped. Her only way out. (laughs) Um, Christmas magic. None. No, I mean, we don't even know if she made a wish for the wish bouquet and that the she wish did. came true. She we, said... We never learned. No, she, she said... Oh, she did say what it was? She said, um, wishes do come true. Oh, that was her wish? Mm-hmm. Did she wish for him? She wished for him, that he would come back to New York. Wow. That's what he sh- they said before they walked down the street. Oh, I totally missed that. <laughs> yeah, she whispered it. She okay, was like, well, that's a little bit of Christmas magic. You know, your no, Christmas just love. wishes come true. But that's, that's just love. It came true because she put it on the mason jar. Um, and then when would you watch this movie? So I struggled with this one because I've watched it and I will never watch it again. Right. I, I agree with your point that this is a good October movie because we don't have a definitive Christmas like timeline. We're not celebrating Christmas in this movie. We're preparing for Christmas. Um, I would say that this is a great option for folks who want background like movie when you have people over that you can talk over sometime in like April. <laughs> well, that's, I was, I did the same thing. I said that I would put it around Valentine's day and take the Christmas out of the movie and just make it a winter movie. Cause yeah. with the, with the flowers and the wedding and the winter and the Alaska, I think that it works far better as just like a cozy middle of the winter season i was thinking like flowers blooming we've got spring Ah. so i think this should have been in the the spring like the spring lineup for hallmark ah oh nice Mm -hmm. okay but like like you still get a little bit of so maybe it's that early so maybe it's valentine's day like you're saying because it's like that's like preparing for that yeah you're preparing for spring all right well this is this definitively we have determined not a christmas movie it's okay if you skip this one um yeah you could definitely skip this one and feel okay about your hallmark countdown season um and we are also for the purposes of this podcast we are not going to talk about the chateau christmas which is the sunday night movie that's coming tonight unless we see something in it that is so that we have to talk right. about. We might, but we're not going to feature an episode right. on it unless it just like blows our socks off. Yeah, because basically what we'll be doing each week is we will be covering one movie from the lineup that we've kind of predetermined based on 
you know, our tastes and, and things that we think we want to talk about. So right. um, you can look to hear from us again next week. Yes. Um, we'll pick one of those two weekends from the weekend lineup and we'll bring you our thoughts on that as we watch them. So lots more snark ahead. Yes. I'm, I'm excited. I didn't, you know, in talking about this, I've warmed up a little bit more. <laughs> and so maybe, maybe COVID won't keep me down. Yeah, don't let COVID keep you down. It's Christmas. I need I need the Hallmark magic to bring me back. All right. Well, we have two more months of Hallmark magic. So yep. buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've been Tara. And I've been Austin. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. Happy holidays.